Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert and our special host, Nathan Crandall. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, a five-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, five-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, a two-time winner of the St. Thomas and Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award, and presenting sponsor at the 2018 World Financial Group Continental Cup of Curling held in London, January the 11th to the 14th. Woot, woot. And happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Uh, thanks for listening today, and we hope we'll be, you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But don't wait. The phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Or you can send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com anytime while we're on the air or off the air. Uh, so don't wait and give us a call. Now, Steve... Yes, Peter. We are have a team that has entered in the MS bike ride July 29th and 30th. That's correct. So you have did a training session today. This morning, yeah, we did. So this is like your third or fourth training session that you've done. No, just, just my second, actually. Second? Yeah. All right. And we, you brought Nathan, who is a part of the team. Yes. And yeah. this was his yeah. first training session. His first training session, yes. And how did he do? He did okay. He did okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, just just okay. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple of hills. He um, was, you know, having some difficulty, but it's it just, you got to get some mileage in. Yeah. I, we we all have to get some mileage in. It's yeah. not, not just Nathan, myself included. Well, thank you, Steve, for being my trainer, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you can make it up the hill. You can do it. You can do it. I had no idea those hills were that I think big. I can. I think I can. <laughs> I know you can, so let's get moving. Let's go. <laughs> Peter's calling me because we're not at the radio station. <laughs> so. I'll get there. Yep. The nope. sweat has finally stopped pouring off my yep. face. <laughs> well, we appreciate all the work you guys are doing for the MS bike ride. And I do. I do have to share one thing. Okay. When we were riding, he says... You're not even perspiring, old man. And I went, wow. <laughs> hey, it's just that much more drive for me to get into shape. <laughs> well, we we want to say to everybody that, you know, MS is important to us and we want to make sure that this ride is successful and we hope to find a cure one day. And we want, you know, if you can donate, whether it's $5 or $1,000, if you can go to uh, msbike.ca. That's right. Uh, hit the donate button. Yes. Then and hit the team search. Yep. Team and search. Pump, plug in uh, Roy Inch and Sons, and you know if you want, you can you can hit us individually, or just give it a team uh, team donation, whatever um, whatever you are compelled to do. Yeah, we really would appreciate it. We're uh, you know we're going to push as hard as we can and raise as much money as we can. So, yeah. listeners out there, if you can help us out, we'd we'd really appreciate that. I just I've. I've I'm sitting here just a little baffled, though, Peter, you know, because, you know, I've been doing this show with you for how long now? Oh, it's been <laughs> two and a half years. Yeah, well, you know, and there has never, ever been a day that you've not come in the studio wearing uh, a Roy Inch shirt and a Coke. And today, <laughs> you're doing something entirely different. What, what, what? You can call that the barb effect. <laughs> <laughs> So I like now, I like the barb effect. Yeah, so now you're wearing some GQ polo shirt and drinking mineral water. I think, wow! I just I just thanks, Barb. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm going to live longer, so this show's going to go on for many, many years. Wow. Day, so. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> I've taken a lot of heat over the last three or four days. There's now, more to come, too. Now, we should talk about the, the big thing that happened this week. Oh, I, well, I, what, what's that? The, the, the London Executive Association Golf Tournament. <laughs> now, I, I would like you to explain your team, you know, who the players were. You know, go ahead. My team is myself, uh, Dan Peterson, the godfather, you know, a yeah. uh, fellow by the name of Pete Thuss, who's with Talbot Marketing. And uh, they've got a new sales rep on their staff that they invited to come out and play as well. His name's Dan Gray. And, and, and what did Dan do before he went to Talbot Marketing? Uh, well, Dan uh, was he worked he worked at um, he worked at Craig Owen Golf Course in uh, Woodstock, and he was the well he worked in the pro shop. Yeah, the golf <laughs> he was the <laughs> golf pro. Now that's an important point to make sure we put out the yeah, golf. Yeah, he might have been the pro. golf pro, something okay. like that. Yes, and then my team was myself. Yeah. Um, Ryan Spence. Who plays golf every single day of the week. <laughs> no, he was uh, off a little bit. And then Roger Robitaille. So it was the three of us. And we had three holes to go. And we happened to see you guys on the 18th hole. So I wandered over. And you guys, what, stuck it for a, it must have been an eagle putt for like three feet away from the hole? It wasn't three. It was like 10, but Yeah. <laughs> And did you make the eagle putt? We did not make the eagle putt. That was good. We made the birdie putt. Made the birdie. Yes. So we knew we were minus four at that time. That would have put you to minus seven. And we said, okay, boys, we got three holes to go here. We got to get three birdies if we're going to come in here and, and try to beat them. And we got three birdies. I'm sensing a fish story. Yeah. Well, because you had to see the scorecard, Nathan. The scorecard, oh, the scorecard yeah. had numbers scratched out and new numbers written <laughs> over top. And you know, if we were at a tournament, they'd have been disqualified because it didn't look like it was above board. That, that only that became because, a three because yeah. they didn't have an eraser. That was no. the problem. No, the only <laughs> thing was I wrote on the wrong hole, and we had to. You can you can but justify was, this any way you want. So we tied for first. <laughs> ourselves, yourselves, and then Brandon Gilbert, or no, um, Blue Caribou, Blue Caribou, uh, and then I don't know how they did it, flip of a coin or draw. Flip of the coin. Yeah, no, it was a draw, actually, yeah. They, and they and we didn't, me and you didn't win. <laughs> no, that's so, right, we but, didn't. <laughs> but at least we were the same. So we have a whole year where nobody can say, I beat you, so. And this, you're saying this because. I just wanted to get that out for the record, so now it's recorded. That I would didn't I was nice to you about the golf game because you said wait till we hear what he says on Saturday. I see. So. Okay. Is but there a is there a heating and air question? We're gonna get to the heating air questions <laughs> right after this break. Oh, we're gonna take a break first. Yeah, we're okay. gonna take a break yeah. first. So uh but give us a call at five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. This week was uh, Canadian bands. That's right. Or songs to do about Canada. That's right. So uh, that was Jamie's pick, taking care of business, what we do every Boy, Saturday Boy, he didn't morning. like being in last, eh? No, he didn't. He could jump right <laughs> back up to number one. Uh, unfortunately, Richard 
uh, was in last, and he picked one hit wonders for next week. Did he? Yeah. One hit wonders. Okay. Now we got – this is a question I think is happening more now than it's happened ever before. Okay. Uh, it says, uh, currently I'm looking to purchase a new home and it seems like I may have to forego a house inspection in order to get one. How can I tell if the HVAC, heating, ventilation, air conditioning equipment is old? Where sh- where would I expect to find the model and serial number information to be able to tell me that? And I know I can't hope to be able to tell whether it is in good shape, but is there anything that I should look for that might scream walk away? Well, that's that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, it's you know you can you can tell from looking at a car if it's in good shape or not. And typically, furnace and air conditioning equipment is the same way. Like if you see if you see it full of dirt and dust or rust, those are all signs that it's been there a while, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think you can also, I think you're within your right to ask to see if there's uh, maintenance records, you know, see if there's a history to that equipment, if there's original uh, agreements somewhere. That paperwork may be there maybe for, you, for, you, for you to take a look at or there may be uh, a sticker stuck on the ductwork right by the furnace that that may show it may say the installation date on it it may say the last time it was maintained um, you can look around maybe you know maybe you see a little bit of water staining around that might be a little bit of a red flag if there's something on the on the concrete around the furnace with the air conditioner um, depending on on the age you may see a little rust on the outside of the unit or uh, you may see that it's that it's like you said dirty. You know, mm-hmm. showing throwing a red flag. Yep. A few things there to look at. And you know, if if it's if the air conditioner is running, you know, if if it's if it sounds rough, it's probably rough, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, the air conditioners there shouldn't be. You know, it you shouldn't have that mechanical, really heavy mechanical noise in the back because that just means the compressor is probably getting older and maybe under load or the fan. So, you know, there's there's lots you can tell. You just you just it. A lot of it's common sense, and I, I know you're not familiar with it, but it really appearance appearance is is very important. Like for mm-hmm. instance, at your house, you know you wax your stuff, so yep. your stuff always looks great. So you could walk in your house, your equipment could be six years old, and you'd think it was brand new. But that being said, that equipment's going to last longer than someone who hasn't done anything with it in six years. Yeah, yeah, and if you know weeds and everything are away from around the air conditioner, mm-hmm. you know it's it's breeze. I mean, we saw one that had a roof built over it the other day. Oh, yes. You know, that that's a sign that that's not a good thing. We're trying to disguise the air conditioner and yeah. it, it will be harder. But it, the model and serial, it's tough even for us yeah. with a serial number to tell the age of a unit. Yeah, you to, because there are some manufacturers make the make the serial number easy for, model, for, for age, but there are other manufacturers that it's it's nothing but a guess Your as guessing. to how old yeah. it is. Yeah. So that's tough, but it, it's you know the sticker is a good point because our guys write down when they do maintenances, when they do a repair. Um, so you should be able to follow that on the sticker. Uh, if you're seeing a lot of different stickers, four or five different companies, then that tells you it wasn't maintained by one company. So it could be you know guesses, or, or I don't want to say guesses, but maybe different people looking at it and not at a constant person that's really making sure that that unit's working fine. And also today, if if a company is following the gas code, 
there's there when when you change out that appliance, there's supposed to be a new gas tag on it with the mm-hmm. date of installation. Yeah. yeah and point. if there's if there's not a gas tag on that appliance, then a number one, the company who installed it didn't put a gas tag on it, or uh, it's maybe it's fallen off, or but but that, that there should be a gas tag identifying that product and the date of installation, the gas pressures, and all the things that went along when when it came to be installed that day. Yeah, and unfortunately, we get a lot of calls from new homeowners saying, "Can you give me all the information on your on this heating and air equipment?" And unfortunately, we can't due to the privacy know, law. Yes, right. We can't hand out. You know, yes, they had five service calls done on these dates, and this is the equipment. It really has to come from the homeowner, right? Um, or the homeowner has to call us and give us the okay to to, to release get, those records. Yeah. Yes, so it's. So I hope that helps. I know, Nathan, you've been out working with a friend of mine that just moved into Steve's neighborhood um, that, uh, you know, and doing inspections. And you'd do the inspection and he would lose the home. And even when he bid 100000 higher, he would lose the home. So yeah, it's a very right. competitive market out there. And now people are buying it without inspections. And I think there's going to be a lot of surprises. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, that can be dangerous. So. Now, what, Mr. Gilbert, what are you doing for Canada Day? What's your celebrations going to be? Well, it's it is Canada Day, so uh, typically um, there's fireworks at the Forks of the Thames, and we we usually go to that. So that's kind of like the game plan. Um, you're going to ride your bike, or you're going to drive? Well, it's we will. Pro- well, that's a good question. It's because we have to come back. It's usually nighttime, and I don't have a light on my bike. That's not legal. So yeah. The car will be the way it goes. And Mr. Crandall? Well, let's hope that the weather clears up a little bit. I think it's trying to, and everybody can get out and enjoy the day. Uh, We want to get out to Fanshawe this afternoon. They've got some family activities going on. And then tonight we're going to take in the baseball game at Labatt Park at the – and then, like Steve, see the fireworks from there at the Fork of the Thames. Well, that'd be nice. Say now, yeah. you should say hello to your girls. That you're on the air. <laughs> hi, Kenzie. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> and they're just they got done uh, school. Yeah, finished. Thursday was their last day. They had excellent report cards, and right away, uh, yeah, we took them out, and they got a little gift. Uh, got a volleyball and uh, and uh, a little. Uh, Stuffy type toy that uh, that Kenzie likes. So nice, good. Yeah. Well, I'm and out. and what about you, Mister Inch? I'm going out to my nieces, Sonia and Noel, yeah. uh, to their house out in Dutton. We're yeah. going to have a barbecue and a potluck, and then some fireworks after. How are you? Yeah. So I I was um, a new customer of ours uh, in the Sarn area. He um, he he was showing a video like they they. Their their little subdivision. He's he hosts the fireworks there. They let off four thousand dollars worth of fireworks. Really? Wow! Be yeah. nice. He said it took him. It took them an hour and a half to do it, and uh, oh. it was quite it was quite a display. Mm-hmm. He had, they were. I was there yesterday. He was showing me some video of of the fireworks display. It was quite quite ex- spectacular. Now are they doing it again this year or without? They let it off. There they let it off early. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we did have a question that came in that that uh, we answer a lot, but I think we'll answer it again. How often should I get my ductwork clean? Well, that's usually that's that's a personal thing. It really depends on your house. I don't have a dog in my house like Flurry, um, so you 
clean your ductwork more often than I. So it should be every three to five years. But in your case, you're going to be more often than that. Yeah, I do mine every two years because of the dog. And so it really depends on environment, carpets, people, you know, just what you, how you live in your house because uh, every house will accumulate dirt differently. So it really depends. And and I mean, once you get it done once, there is what we call a duck door that you can take down and, and look yourself whether it needs to be done. You have to right. be careful. It's a little sharp. But you can, you know, put a light up and your head up in and take a look and see whether you need to do it. You don't have to do that these days. It's technology allows you to put your phone and your camera up there and snap a picture safely and then pull it down and then have a look at it. Really? Does my phone have a camera on it? Yeah, your phone does too. So, you know, (laughs) we don't, we don't want you sticking your head up that little hole. We could just, you could just take your camera and, and, Take a picture and that's pretty neat. Maybe I can take a picture <laughs> of you in here, Steve. You could can actually post, can post it. Yes, I'm, I'm, I thought we were going to do like a Facebook Live here thing one day. Well, we may do that one day, but I, I don't think I have the face for TV. Well, you so. got the shirt for it today. <laughs> 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 yeah, there we go. Looking sharp. Yes. Come on, it just takes a minute to get warmed up, and then we're all set. <laughs> <laughs> now, we had one other question, and this will be quick. Just before we go to break. Uh, do you have to maintain a wood burning fireplace? <laughs> now we don't do wood burning. We fire, do not. Uh, but they should be maintained, and the chimney absolutely should mm-hmm. be cleaned and so forth. Well, because wood will create creosote, and that's where chimney fires start from. So you certainly need to have a certified, a wet certified chimney sweep come to your house once a year and clean that chimney. I mean, every year. Okay. Creosote holds a lot of heat. Yes. And even after the wood burn is over. So it just, if you don't get that out of there, it can lead to problems for sure. So we're going to take a quick break, but we want you to remember the phone lines are are open. We'd love to hear with you on this great Canada Day at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. by of course the hip the tragically hip yeah that was the office pick yeah, second place not too bad that's pretty canadian it is that is canadian that's you know a lot that's a special moment in canada's history when uh, rio games were on and the hip played in kingston and it was broadcast all over the Absolutely. country that'll yeah. be something and what's a historical moment for you mr crandall of canada a historical moment, uh, something that sits in my mind with Canada is our peacekeeping efforts. Uh, we, I'm, I'm going to say it probably around uh, the time of the Vietnam War, our peacekeeping efforts, uh, creating it and uh, therefore leading that charge, I think is pretty impressive. And well, all of our, our what we do for our healthcare around the world, I think, is pretty special too. 
And what would your historical moments be that you remember most, Steve? I think, you know, obviously our, our veterans are very important to us here in Canada, and, and that's right, Nathan. But in, and keep in mind that, you know, uh, we we as Canadians can pretty much travel the globe safely and, and be proud to wear a Canadian flag and 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 we're treated well when we when we were doing that. It's not, you know, um, for instance, uh, just some stories. You know, if you were to, if you were to go to Europe and and be wearing a Canadian flag, you you know, people really have a lot of respect for us. Yeah. Well, and I noticed on our your MS bike jersey, we got a Canadian flag on both sleeves, and yes. we're proud to show that and and make sure. I mean, my. My moments are more personal because of curling and, and being around the world, like you say, and when they hear you're from Canada, you're looked in a different light and you, you know, and especially in curling because we are a superpower in that sport, um, people want to, you know, talk to you and try to pull information out of you. How can they make their their high performance better across the world? But uh, and but, but we'll give them that information freely, that which is because we just want the best for the sport. Yeah, probably half the coaches in high performance curling around the world, China is a Canadian. You know, Korean is a Canadian. I mean, we've we we send people around the world to help out and and sometimes you say, well, hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. We won't win that Olympic medal, but it's the right thing to do and that's what people in Canada have always done. Whatever is the right thing to do. Absolutely. We stand up and make sure it gets done. So you had a question that uh, somebody asked you about that you were going to bring up today. Okay, you're going to have to refresh my memory on that one. <laughs> it's possible. Hang on, let me let me just go back in the memory. Go that back bike in the memory riding, bags. You know, well, is yeah, that the old age kicking no, in? No, I guess you know it's definitely <laughs> when you get on the bike trails here in London because the bike trails here in London are awesome. You know, you can just. You, you get onto a bike trail, and the aroma just from oh, yeah. from from the flowers which are out right now, and, and it's just it it really it's it's a very peaceful place to be. So now, what if you have allergies, and that stuff like affects you? You know, is there a product or something that can do to to get that out of the house to make it feel better? Sure, yeah, we can certainly you can certainly put filter filtrations on your systems these days to filter the air. So much so that in in some cases we'll have customers who just need a basic filter. Um, but there's some cases where people need advanced filtration. So your case, you are allergic to everything, right? Yeah. So it's important that you keep your house clean if, if you want if you want it to be like your oasis, your haven, so that when you come home from work and you're and you just you can't breathe and you're stressed, it's just you sit down there and you can relax because the air is clean. It smells good. Um, you feel better as soon as you walk in the door. Those are all things that you can do to your environment. Uh, we can, and we can do that with your forced air furnace. We can freshen the air. We can moisten it. We can dry it. We can purify it. We can filter it. We can do anything with it. Well, now, the, the common, sorry, the common thing that we see with some of our customers, they will, if they have their home and they have a heat recovery ventilation system. They've been constantly getting fresh air, getting rid of the stale air and bringing fresh air into their home. If they move from that home into another home and they don't have one, they're calling us. Absolutely. They're calling us to put one in. Yeah, because they've they've become dependent on it. Yeah. Now, if you open up your windows, 
you're basically trying to filter London. Well, if you're <laughs> if, if you're if you leave your furnace system running, yeah, right. But but look look at the other way. If you open your windows because you want fresh air in the house and your furnace fan's still running, then great because you're just going to get through the house faster. I, you know, I I don't shut down my furnace fan just because I opened some windows in the house. My fan runs very economically. Um, I just I keep it. I let it run. So you're trying to help me by filtering London. <laughs> yeah, you know, if we all opened our windows for you, Peter, and we put in and we we just turn these filters, you know, we could filter all the air. Yeah, we, we could we could clean the world. Another thing Canada could do on Canada Day <laughs> by cleaning the world's air. Everybody open up their windows and turn their furnace fans on and filter the air. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it'll work that I way. I think but. we should start a movement. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get signs made on Monday, and we'll start a movement. Okay. Saving the world one fan rotation. Do we time. do we need to sell more filters or something? Are we are we a little shy? Well, of I never sales? thought of that, but that would help filter sales, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> now we're having kind of in between weather. It was quite humid yesterday. It was, you know, a little bit humid. Well, Nathan thought it was humid today. Hum, hum, humidity was high today. You oh, didn't I think did. it was, but. Um, but what you know, air conditioning now to pull that humidity out. Should we be running it on this kind of cooler day today? Well, I don't. So, boy, I don't shut my air conditioner off if 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 it's cooler and the air conditioner is on and you and you open a couple of windows to get some fresh air. The chances of your air conditioner turning on are going to be are going to be low. But just remember that if the temperature picks up and your windows are open, you're going to want to close those windows. So you you have to decide what you want. Um, if it really you 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 run your air conditioner differently because you have to right yeah. and, but there are other people who if it's if it's cooled down during the day they just may turn it off so if you don't there it doesn't make any sense to have your air conditioner running with the windows open that that's silly yeah. so if you're going to have the windows open and there's a chance your air conditioner is going to turn on then you should turn it off now that's you right. see people in a convertible you know, with the roof down and the windows down, I've and, never, the, and they got the air conditioner. I've never running. seen that before. Does so, that happen? Yeah, really, that happens. Yeah. That's I, kind of interesting. Okay, I always laugh when I see that. You can see the air conditioner blowing on them, and I'm thinking, okay, put the windows up and the roof up. But <laughs> just, just the thought. I saw that yesterday when I was driving home. But for instance, at night, if it if the night's going to cool down and, you, and your air conditioner's running, and you want to open a window, I you know I don't see any problem with that. Because it's not going to have an adverse effect. You're going to allow some moisture in, yes, but it's not going to have an adverse effect on the environment of your house. But if your house feels damp, then you shut it up and get that air conditioner on to pull that down. Yes, to, to get That's that right. humidity back under control. Correct. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel the same way. I think where some people struggle in their homes is where they do have to have the home closed up and, and they need it for, for their health reasons. Right. But they're using the air conditioner. They're using it. They've removed the humidity. But now things have cooled off just slightly in the home. But because of our indoor activities, the humidity starts to creep back up again. So it's actually starting to feel warmer in the home because the humidity's up. But the temperature on the stat says it's down. Well, that's where having uh, you know an air conditioner that uh, can work with a couple different cooling levels or many different cooling levels these days, um, dehumidification uh, would certainly help them out. Yeah, that, that Nathan's alluding to. You know, they make we make air conditioners now, which which can run in in two capacities, like high and low, and and they also 
completely modulating air conditioning these days. So all that means is they're designed to remove more moisture and and keep a more consistent temperature in the house. So I'm going to ask you a question, and we'll, you know, you guys keep your answers short. Well, sure. I was out to dinner last night, and <laughs> went into the restroom, and they had a sign on the tap that said, you know, do not use out of service, and you know, there was another tap that you could use. So I taped my, I put my business card there to say, you know, call me, I can fix that tap for you. Good thing to do or bad thing to do? Okay. We're going to go to break and answer this when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say if you placed it there, it's a good thing to do. Well, I just thought, you know, that could have been fixed that day, you know, with service and, you know, another one of those things that they don't have to wait. We have on call that can take we do. care of those things. Yes. So. so you're not going to answer, Steve? Okay. Well, we'll <laughs> head to a quick break. And But the phone lines are open. You can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Sitting stoned alone in my backyard Asking myself why should I work so hard Sit and dream about the days to come wouldn't I love to soak up the sun today? Yeah, well, that's, we're, we're, we're trying to help there. Get a little sunny days yeah. from the lighthouse. That's Dan's pick. Dan's been pretty solid the last couple of weeks. It's true. First and third. I mean, yeah. You know, we're, we're, oh, Steve. Oh, you didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut this week. Nope. nope. Sorry. You're, in, you're number five. Yep. And I happen to come in at number four which will be the final song, a Canadian anthem. It's pretty special. Nice. I, why don't you hum a few bars for us? <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> we'd like to keep the audience, you know, not, not turn them away. Now, Nathan, you make, mentioned during the break there about changing your air filter. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been doing this for years, and I just, you know, thought hmm, we've gone through our first Heat spell, I've been running the air conditioner, and I haven't changed my air filter yet since uh, the winter run with the furnace. So um, just a little reminder out there, if you haven't changed your filter and uh, it's been a while and you're using the air conditioner, that changing it will, will help the performance and efficiency and help your comfort. And it's now one-inch filter we recommend to change. Monthly. And a, a four or five-inch Every six, six to eight, eight months. Six to eight months, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, your humidifier water panel could be once a year. Or if you have the soft type, it's twice a year you have to change that or twice right. as the winter season. So, And I always say get your humidifier tuned up now. You can take it mm. outside, scrub that down, clean it all up, get it all set so that when you need it in the fall or in the winter, you can it's just, just ready turn to it go. on. So yeah, that's something good idea. That, and, I mean, if they don't have your water panel in stock, now you have time to order it. You're not in a panic. And we do deliver filters. We do deliver filters. And, you know, some people are still running their ventilators, their uh, HRVs, fresh air machines. So oh, for sure. Yeah. You need. You may want to turn those off in this high humidity just because yeah. you're just – all it is is bringing, bringing more humidity into the house. Well, and you also may check those filters. Well, yeah, because oh, yeah. if you're cutting grass and you you blow your grass, you don't have a bag, then it could be drawing that in and plugging that filter. Or we see bees and wasps. And- Speaking of bees, I had a customer uh, ask me about, you know, 
furnace vents and water heater vents outside, you know, because, you know, there's the odd occasion that a bee will build a nest in those. And a lot of people want to put screens on them. Shouldn't do that. They, they'll work fine in the summer, but in the winter you'll have trouble. So if you're going to put a screen on, you got to be able to remove it once the bee problem goes away. Yeah. But yeah, and that's the key is to remember to remember to, to remove, remove it. it. Yeah. I mean, the good something about the material that they tend to generally stay away from building nests in in well, at least furnace venting. Yeah, but uh, it still happens the odd odd time. Yeah, well, and I think it is also the you know carbon monoxide and everything that's coming out of the vents. The bees don't last too long. Yeah, you know when they <laughs> if they start well, especially, to build. The, especially the water heater. Yeah, <laughs> there is yeah. yeah, they start building in there. They could have a problem. But you know, people are mostly concerned. You know, they're they're concerned about rodents or something going in those. It's a it's a commonly asked question. You know, can I can I put a screen on that? My last one had a screen on that. Yeah. So what happens when they you know to help everybody understand what happens? You know, the screen in the winter. Well, your your uh, it's it's like your dryer exhaust, right? Your it it's moist. Um, the exhaust is, has a lot of moisture in it, and if there's a screen there, the moisture will hit that freeze and then there's a freeze build up and then once that freeze builds up get to a point where there's not enough air coming out it'll shut your furnace off yeah and it and then you know and then you know the furnace will try to run it will try five times normally and then lock out and then lock out and now unless you go down turn the power off and back on and and then you know even if you go outside and clean it you still need to reset it right you have to reset the furnace and then it's going to ice up again so right that's why we say we want to get that moisture away from the the house, and and if there's a screen there, it doesn't allow it to happen. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. and and some sometimes you know people may not think they look very pretty outside, but manufacturers are very specific on how that has to look outside. Like it's right in the manual, and we have to do it according to the manual. So um, if if, you, if you're not happy with the way it looks, and you know in there's only a couple of choices that we can make. Sometimes we have flush kits that manufacturers say we can put on it, but it really, it they're very specific, and you can't just willy nilly do it the own way you Start want. Start changing things. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Now the um, what about the furnaces and water heaters that go up a chimney? Well, the same sort of thing. You have to be careful that uh, you don't have a bird nest build a nest up top of that chimney because that happens as well too. Uh, if if a nest is built and the products of combustion can't escape the house. In a, in that case, it probably ends up spilling into the house, and then it certainly is a hazard. It's a health risk. So mm-hmm. thus, a lot of CO detectors outside any bedroom working, uh, yes. working CO outside any bedroom area. And I, I even tell customers, you know, if, if, there, if there's a room downstairs where there's a TV and a couch, I say you need a carbon monoxide detector here. Yeah. So your chances of watching a program on television and falling asleep are are great. So you need to have a carbon monoxide detector here so you can hear it when it goes off. Except if they're listening to this show, they'll never fall asleep. Because right. it's because it's, it's a morning show. <laughs> <laughs> if it was an evening show, you know, I don't know. I don't know if, if we're exciting enough that they would, you know, keep them awake at night, but. Well, we should also mention, you know, we're, we're mentioning it way ahead because we want everybody to mark it on their calendar, book the date in. September the 9th. September the 9th is our 90th anniversary celebration from 9 to 3 at our shop on Wellington Road. We're going to do a live radio show. Right. So we'll have, uh, you know, Dan and Jamie and, 
you and I, and we'll also try to get Richard in. Nathan will probably be there and, uh, you know, be there for the show. And we're going to have food, breakfast, and lunch. And anybody who's got a, you know, a, a, an old car, a new car, a street rod, a rat rod, what, you know, big whatever. monster truck, yeah. whatever, uh, they're more than welcome to bring that out. We're going to have a car show there. And we're going to have street curling. Street curling is going to be happening. Street curling. And we're going to have our historical display throughout the whole shop that you can see stuff back from the, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50. You can even see an invoice I wrote in 1983. <laughs> and it's legible. It's an legible. So that was kind of uh, neat when they that came jury's in. Jury's out on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we hope everybody can attend that. So what's your... Um, now you you are you are retiring from uh, you know your your CEO position at the Canadian at Curl Canada. So yeah, I'll be I'll finish my chair chairmanship at, on September thirtieth, and I have one more year on the board, so I'll be past chair for that year. But they're lining me up with special projects. Are they that to work on? And uh, I'll still be on the Canadian Olympic Committee for another four years. So that will be uh, keep me going there and on the international representing Canada and internationally for another at least one year for sure, maybe a couple more after that. So that's a that's a proud Canadian moment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I sure. I you know, I, I will never get to have the leaf on my back playing the game of curling. But to have the leaf on your back representing Canada at some of these meetings and uh you know, it it it's pressure. I won't kid anybody. It's a lot of pressure to make sure you make the right decision. We have 1.9 million curlers. In the so world? In, no, in Canada. In Canada. So to make decisions for 1.9 million people and make sure they're right, there's always somebody that doesn't think it's right. But to make well, it, you can't please everybody, but no, yes. But to make it right, it, it's, it adds some pressure. But when you see it all come through, which this year it did, it was a pretty special moment to see that. Great. So thank you, Steve. You're welcome. That's well, the nicest and, thing Steve said to me in two and a well, half years. And yeah. and I want to say that it is very special to note that with your efforts and the efforts of your team in the curling community, that's phenomenal support. So thank you for the support that you're giving all the Canadians. Well, Team Holman and Team Gushu undefeated, twenty six and zero. Yeah, that will never be seen again. I don't it's, think so. I can say that now, you know, because I'll st- still kick the crap out of you on the curling night. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll yeah. see. I'm getting better with the stick. So. <laughs> now, we just want to make sure you check out our coupons at RoyInch.com. We have a free mixing valve when you purchase a rental water heater or a new water heater, $50 off a furnace and AC tune-up, and a $60 on a plumbing service call. But when we're not on the radio, you can reach us in London or St. Thomas by calling 519 681 2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. You can listen to a podcast of this show at RoyInch.com by hitting the inch-by-inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.